Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you know, I was speaking to somebody who's back working at Emmerdale, right? And on Grinder by any chance? Instagram, actually. And... <laughs> Did you meet them on Grinder? Tinder, actually. Anyway, even all the actors, when they're doing their scenes, need to be two metres apart. Now, that's going to be some fucking weird television. Wow. Everyone's just going to be two metres apart. Yeah, but they're going to factor it into the storylines, aren't they? Do you not think? They're going to have to. Like, everyone's going to have to be social distant. They're going to have to have the pandemic in Emmerdale. Right. The old world can't have a fucking virus, but fucking Emmerdale Farm's not got one. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy's got the goods on Evil Ellen. It's Danny's 28th birthday. Woohoo! Letter the 28. And we have a lesson in self love for a lesbian and a loose end. <gasps> oh. I think I should start the show off this week by saying happy birthday. Thank you. Thank it you. It is your 28th birthday. Is it not? It is, darling. Yes. And (laughs) I remember last year you saying that you wanted to be part of the 27 Club. Yeah, well, I'm not dead yet, am I? No. (laughs) And I think somebody rightly said you need to be famous to also be in the 27 Club. Yeah, well, I know that. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm not famous and I'm not dead, so what do you want from me? (laughs) Fucking medal. (laughs) Listen, I've I've had a very nice birthday. What yesterday, 
Yeah, so yesterday was my actual birthday. I've not told you, have I? This is our no. lives now, by the way. I hope the people listening realise that you, you're actually the like the third person in our friendship without us knowing, aren't they? Yeah. Because we save everything to talk to each other so that they can listen. Yeah, so we can't actually talk about anything anymore unless it's with microphones in front of us faces. Yeah. It's like RuPaul. Anything you say doesn't matter unless their microphones are on. <laughs> I don't care about your birthday until those microphones are rolling. <laughs> Listen, my birthday was great. So much so that I am sat in my spare room in the bed with an iced coffee and Joe is still in bed hungover while I record <gasps> this. Did you get drunk last night? I had a few tipples, you know, in the garden. Right. I got all the tiki torches on. Oh, it looks fab out there. I- Seen them, you said it looks like Love Island with a fire round. Honest to God, it's like I'm on some kind of Channel 4 reality show, honestly. <laughs> I coupled up last night anyway with Joe, and it was it was magical. It was a magical day. I got loads of nice gifts. I got, I got, I just had a nice time. What was your best gift from too Joe? Many, too many, too many to say. My best gift... You don't have to be what? your best, but like, just name a couple that you got. I don't even know what I you got. got. A gorgeous, I got a gorgeous big picture that's still actually not arrived, but it's okay. I got a gorgeous big picture for the living room. You've seen that one. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of bits from uh, Malton Brown that I like. I, I love Malton Brown. Oh, yeah. I got a gorgeous reed diffuser and I got my favourite shower gel and... And body lotion. What else did I get? I feel like one of those little like kids on Christmas on TikTok. I got all this. Fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, calm down. Do you know what I did get? I got a ring light. <gasps> Proper... Oh, you know, I've been wanting a ring light for ages. Why haven't I got a fucking ring light, mate? It's about time, you know. I've And you actually sent me a couple of pictures that you took with it. And you said this has not been edited. No filters. This is just my face with a ring light. And it improved your face at least 50%. Slim sit down. Slim sit down. This is why all these influencers are fat when you meet them in real life, because they've all got ring lights. (laughs) It slims you down. I wonder why that is. Something to do with the way the light hits your face and the way it's recording from the middle of the ring. Right. And it gives your eyes these little... Whoa, girl, them eyes are popping. You know? I can't wait to give it a go. Yeah. It's been a very weird birthday, though, being in lockdown. Yeah, because normally we would do something like go out for food and drinks. My birthday, yeah, my birthday, I think, usually for our our big gay group of friends. I don't don't want to speak on behalf of anyone else, but certainly for me, my birthday is like the signal of the start of the summer fun. Yeah. May is usually all right weather. We're starting to get into good weather. Usually on the 27th of May, which is my birthday, it's bank holiday weekend, it's Birmingham Pride. You know, it's the start of all of that. Yeah, and it gets you ready for summer. So, like, your Usually I'm skinniest. I am, yeah. Usually I've been on the diet before the birthday. Right. The skinniest I am all year, yeah. Post Bertie, I'm still sticking to the diet until August because we've got Manchester Pride and I want to look skinny next to whatever celeb they stick me next to. And then <laughs> and then I pile it all back on after after that. Yeah. Pile it on all over Panto and back on the January diet. It's it, That's the way it usually goes. Well, Miss Corona's come in. She shook it all up. 
You I'm are sat sink. here like David Potts off IP for Weekender. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? What, in your little short shorts? Yeah. Sat here in my short shorts. Can I say I look like David Potts from IP for Weekender? We do know her. We used, you, yeah. we used to chill out with her for years. We party. Yeah, I know. We party with celebs for years, darling. <laughs> Bottom line, uh, we were with celebs before they become celeb. Watch me, and you will become famous. Now you'll be on the circle. I'll be on Drag Race UK season fifty nine. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Oh, uh, do you know what? If I'm being honest with you, I didn't have anything for this section. I've done nothing. I've done nothing this week. I tell you what, I did actually. I've done something this week. Now I don't normally do this. Well, I've started to do this a little bit more. I've been... <laughs> I posted a very risque um, picture on my Instagram this week. Now, yeah, it was a full... I saw this. It, it was a full buttocks. It was completely pantless. And I was stood in a field. And there was a moment where I thought, can I post this, actually? Is this me? Should I do this? And I questioned myself for hours, actually, about it. <laughs> Weirdly, and I don't know why. Like This sounds really dramatic. Like It's a fucking ass picture, do you know what I mean? But I thought, I've got a lot of people on there and family and stuff, but I'm proud I did it. I've been working on my little body and my little booty and my legs. Wow. And I'm feeling nice within myself during lockdown. So I thought, do you know what? While I'm feeling like this, I'm going to do it and I'm going to post it. You're two Instagram posts away from a fucking OnlyFans, aren't you? So you can check it out at DJ Billy Andrew. Make sure you give it a like. (laughs) (laughs) I just nearly choked on my fucking ice, can't we? <laughs> you are, you can't do an OnlyFans, honey. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm about four weeks away from an OnlyFans. I think. Yeah, four weeks of no more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four oh. weeks of no more money, and you can meet me up for a do- social distance wank. To be honest, as long as you're paying me. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel a bit. I feel a bit slobbish today. I've eaten a lot of crap yesterday, and actually, as me saying, "Oh, I feel fabulous." Three episodes ago, I'm starting to feel a bit minging. <laughs> Why is is that? Because you've been going out, and like, there's more people around, and more people looking at you. I think shops and stuff. So I've noticed it's a lot busier when I go to the shops now. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you know what I think it is? It's knowing that the end of lockdown must be coming and I'm going to have to go back and get on stage and I'm going to just be like feeling so uncomfortable. And you know what else it is? I've literally lived... Yesterday, it was my birthday. Did I get dressed? Did I? Fuck, I spent the whole day in my <laughs> undies. A sun hat for some of it. Yeah. And a kimono in the evening. I have not been dressed for two months weeks darling weeks Weeks, darling (laughs) darling my chakras have a line darling i found the hippie love the godness the god you like you like um grandpa joe from charlie and chocolate factory i'm like butter it's what i'm like (laughs) right um anyway i put i was trying to get some clothes together to wear yesterday the night before my birthday right are they tight? Everything's tight. Right. Put this gorgeous machine. I've got this gorgeous t-shirt. It's, it's mosquito as well. Right. So, I was gonna say you'd just slip that in there. She half said it and then just stopped yeah, and thought, "Don't I just say it." Yeah, I was. I, I, I stopped myself saying it, thinking you sound like a knob boy. It was only our face off. Right. Anyway, I've got this gorgeous mosquito t-shirt that I love. Yeah. And well, 
it was tight too tight would you say too like... tight to go out i look like homer simpson when i turn to the side <laughs> right i'm with you are you with me <laughs> yeah and you know what else is disappointing i've got a, i've got a, i've got a pair of mosquito jeans in the wardrobe that i got near christmas time and they were a little bit tight but i just love the fit right <laughs> and i said to myself well do you know what i'll lose weight I'm always up and down. I'm always up and down. I'll save them for when I've lost a bit of weight. I'm I'm a bit porky at the minute after Grimbo. Right, yeah. Well, do they go near me now? Right. <laughs> do they oh. fuck, darling? I might open... Do you know what? I'm tempted to just open a Depop and sell all this stuff that don't fit and just start again. <laughs> <laughs> you left it on Jackie Ma. Oh, no. <laughs> It's not funny to laugh at Giacomo. Giacomo is a really good website for people that need it. But yeah, I'm, all right. I'm all right for now, thank you. Right. I'm still fitting into ASOS normal range. I'm not even in the plus range. I didn't know ASOS did a plus range. I know ASOS did... do a plus range for men, actually, and it's it's the same. It's not like... Forgive me, but quite often you, you see plus ranges and the fucking frumpy, ugly, unging, yeah. anging, minging, rotten cuts... Right, yeah. These aren't these are the same clothes but just tailored for plus. So right. you'll get five XL but it won't be too long, it'll still be cut where it needs to be, etc. 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 Because sometimes they cut it down to your knees and it's like a dress. Yeah. Don't they? Well that's just because they just take whatever pattern they've got and just make it bigger, bigger, bigger. But the whole right. point with plus is that you don't just make it bigger, bigger, bigger. You make it for a plus size body. So it is yeah. actually really good ASOS plus size range. Um but anyway, that's that. I'm feeling a bit hungover right now. And I, I am feeling like, <laughs> although I love my body, I need to just cut back on the eating because it, it's just getting a bit uncontrollable. A bit out of hand. A bit out of hand, shall we say. I had KFC for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Chips did everything. I, mean, I didn't eat the chips. Just right. The did you save them for later? Gravy. Oh, yeah, I reheated them in the air fryer later on. <laughs> I've, still, I've still got a large chicken gravy in the fridge. You know, no flies on me, honey. I'm not. I'm fat. I'm not stupid. But... Has Joe been putting weight on as well then, or not? Yeah. Because when I've... As long as I've known Joe, he's always never put on weight, really. Yes. I think he's got one of them bodies that takes a lot to put on weight. Yeah, he I mean? takes a lot. He needs to give it a really fucking good go. But he suits it. He's got a little belly. He's just... He ought, do you know what? He's so... I, I'm, I don't want to turn into the cringe cringe cast. Oh, my God. That would be a really good name for a show. The cringe cast? The cringe cast. Things that make you go cringe. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Things that make you go ooh, ooh. Things yeah, that make not, you go... yeah, that's not the tune. Yeah, but what is it? It goes, things that make you go ooh. Isn't it? No, it's not. What's it from? I don't know. TV show oh. in the 90s. Oh, somebody message us in and tell us what that is. Things that make you go, you go mm. Mm. Where's Sam when you need him? Listen, I've got a few more things to say in this catch-up. Bottom right, line, darling. Go bottom on, line, darling. This is my address to the nation. <laughs> um, I've got the biggest bite on the back of my leg. Two of them. Is it bed sores? Oh, do you know what? <laughs> you're taking the piss now. You're, you're a good job. You're in Leeds and I'd fucking swill you. So, a little bit of gossip this week that probably a lot of people have seen, but I'm excited for. Go on. Is 
bag of chips is on uh, Celebrity Masterchef. Oh, yeah, that'll be what she was alluding to when she was on our um, on our live show. Yeah. Now, can she cook? <laughs> that is my first point of... I just feel like, can she cook? Is no. she a chef? No. What, like... I am excited for her, and we did discuss this on the show. Like, we could see her doing little bits like this after Drag Race. Next step could be the jungle. Jealous. I'm fuming. That was, she's got my ideal career getting carved out for her here. And you know what? I'm happy for her. I'm happy for someone that... She's a nice queen. Do you know what I mean? She's not stabbed people in the back. She's not trampled on no one to get where she's got... She's just a genuine personality, and I think that comes across on whatever TV show she's doing, and it's why she's getting booked. I agree. She's genuinely laughable at. She's funny, and she's likeable, and I just think she's just reality TV gold. She's going she's gonna to carve out... She's been on Celebability. She's doing all these shows. Um, I'm genuinely, genuinely pleased for her. I don't think, however, she can cook. So it's going to be interesting to see how she does. Yeah, I agree. I'm also excited. Um, also on the show is Lady Leisha. We love her. We've had her on we this show her. as well. Um, Jeff Brazier, he's on it. There's Miles from Ratsu. Uh, there's a couple of other people. Thomas from The Apprentice is on. I think it's going to be a good series. I think Badger's going to be the standout, obviously, because we love her. I think that's why she's going to be standout. I, I hope she manages to get far. far on the show, though. Like, can you stand out if you're not a good cook? I can see her taking the piss and making them, like, battered sausage or something. Do you know what I mean? Beans on toast. Yeah, and then yeah. getting kicked <laughs> off. Right. I hope she does take it serious and actually tries her best. Yeah. I, I want to see her wanna... for four weeks, at least. I just want to see her doing the... Um... Do you know where they send them to a professional kitchen in full drag? Because she'll be in full drag. And well, having this to cook is it. How is Bagger going to go forward doing these shows? I feel like she's doing everything as the Bagger character. If if she ever did the jungle, I think she could skydive into the jungle in drag, but from then on would have to not be. We're excited for Bagger anyway, aren't we? We're so... Do you know what? We're thrilled for her. We're fucking thrilled for her. Have you got any more goss on the, on the slab front this week? No, I do. I've got two little bits. Now... <clears throat> Two, one thing really, really stuck out for me, and it was it's it's very weird and a little bit triggering. So a little trigger warning here. But have you seen that? Well, what's the trigger Hillary... warning? You can't oh, say there's a trigger warning and then not give us it. Sorry, the trigger warning is sex trafficking. <gasps> Whoa, that is not and, where I expected you to go right now. Because this is the standout article that I've seen of the past week, and it took my eye, and I was like, this is this is crazy. So, child star Hilary Duff, Lizzie McGuire, has yeah. been accused of sex trafficking after sharing controversial posts about her son online. Basically, what? what's happened is somebody started a Twitter thread. It's I don't know where I don't know where the smoke has come from to light this fire. I mean the fire's come from to to have this smoke, but somebody started a Twitter thread saying that they've got evidence that Hilary Duff is has involvement in a sex child trafficking ring. And to prove their point, they brought up alleged posts from Duff featuring her eight year old son Luca. Now it got out of hand, it went all over Reddit and enough so that poor Hilary Duff had to put a tweet out and say Everyone is bored as fuck right now. 
I know this, but this is actually disgusting. Whoever dreamed this one up and put this garbage out into the universe should have a break from their damn phone. Maybe like a hobby. What a weird, weird, weird story. Uh, I'm not following it, Billy. So she's been accused of sex trafficking child children children and putting her son for sale online somebody wrote it is a very clear <laughs> message that the um somebody wrote it is a very hey clear now, message hey now do you want to buy my son <laughs> we should have laughed sex trafficking isn't funny but i mean and you know he's very serious you know it's a whole nother show Put it that way. We, you yeah. know, it's not funny. I'm not taking the piss out of that. But this is just so far removed. It feels, it feels like it's been put into a general. You know, like when you play cards against humanity, right? Yeah, it feels like yeah. It's been randomly picked. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Sex trafficking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Her son. Yeah. Make a story from it. It's just. It's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that all that's been is... said from Duff? Uh, that is all that has been said from Duff. I don't think any more needed to be said. I don't think the story's gone anywhere from that. It did reach a couple of headlines, but I don't think it's gone much further than that. That um, seems like someone's bored, sat in the room and said, "How could I want to try and make the news with, with something. I'm going to make something yeah. up and see if I can make it into the news. <sighs> well, that made it into the news and it made it onto our show. I just thought it was the weirdest story of the week. I do have one, well, maybe a couple of other things. Come have on. you seen... Um, about Ellen DeGeneres saying that she is masked as a monster. Saying that she is the meanest person in Hollywood and a lot of people are saying it. I've seen this multiple times. That Ellen DeGeneres is horrible. She's not a nice person, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly, can we just say. She is a nasty piece of work. Do we have to say allegedly for legal reasons, Billy? Well, I just don't want Ellen DeGeneres... I don't want Ellen suing my ass. <laughs> I don't right. know her personally. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. just report- I'm just reporting on what other people are saying. Okay, so yeah, I agree. Allegedly, she's a fucking bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. It all, stem- it all stems from, well, sort of stems from, uh, do you know her from Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Dakota Johnson? Yeah. Well, she was in an interview with Ellen. It was maybe last year. It all started with Dakota having her 30th birthday and Ellen questioning why she wasn't invited. And Dakota was like, you were invited. I did invite you. You just didn't turn up. And um, Ellen was like, really, was I? And then Dakota was said to the producers, if, this is all on the television. She says, she says, ask your producer, ask so-and-so, ask so-and-so. I invited you and you didn't come. I, don't, I just don't think you liked me. And then Ellen was like, oh, do I not... Um, do I not make it seem like I like you when you come on the show? You've been on a few times. And there was a very awkward pause. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I want to see so the video. So that is just one thing. But also other people on Twitter. Hold on. Let me just let me just read this. Bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anyone listening might think, oh, you're just reading into it. You're joining dots that aren't there. But I've also seen Nikki Tutorial said she treats her like shit. Yeah. There's quite a few people that said they just she just made me feel very uncomfortable. I saw a story about someone who was... A, you remember that big famous selfie that went viral years ago from the Oscars or whatever? Yeah. Well, the security card that was asked to look after Ellen for the day said that she wasn't rude, she wasn't nasty. However, 
she made him feel uncomfortable the whole time that he Why was would around she do her. That? And she said, the security guard said Ellen's wife was lovely. I made heard the this. extra effort to talk to him. You know where you're from. All oh, right, if you got kids, you know small talk. Make the effort. Ellen did none of that. And the only real thing she actually said to him was, unless they're an A-list celebrity, they're not allowed to come over and talk to me. If you don't recognise who they are, don't bother even giving the, asking me a question if they can come and talk to me. If you recognise who they wow. are, then they're big enough to come and talk to me at this table. I don't want to be harassed while I'm here, unless it's somebody really famous. Yeah. <laughs> That's that story, um... allegedly. I've just got one other thing that um, somebody else has claimed. Apparently, she said she has a sensitive nose, so everyone must chew gum from a bowl outside of her office before they even think about talking to her. Sensitive nose, Ellen. She's got a sensitive nose. She can sniff a fanny out a mile away there, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Are you feeling lonely in lockdown? Are you dreaming of a new dazzling dildo? Yeah, that's a thing now. Or maybe you've been caught dry and need some lavish new lube. Well, the Gossip Gaze and CloneZoneDirect.co.uk have teamed up to bring you 10% off your next order. From underwear to toys, we got you covered. Just enter the Gossip Gaze at the checkout. And remember, it's spelt with a Z. That's the Gossip Gaze at the checkout. CloneZoneDirect.co.uk. 10% off your next order. So, you know the weird and wonderful web. (laughs) The what? The weird and wonderful World Wide Web. Yeah, Try and say that in a hurry. Say it. The weird and wonderful World Wide Web. Oh, I thought it was going to be more of a tongue twister. Nah. Anyway... I've been trawling the weird and wonderful World Wide Web while I've been in lockdown. Mm. And I have found an artist. He calls himself an artist, but, well, I'll let you make your mind up. Basically, he is selling this piece of art for $2,000. Right. Which, I did some quick maths before the show, is roughly £1,637. Now, that's not cheap. Now, this... No, this is expensive art. Now, this art... Has been used, um, gently used is in the description. <laughs> I'm going to spit it out. Basically, this man has turned a fleshlight into the caterpillar from a bug's life. Do you know that? What's it called? Hel- oh, Hermit. Can't say it. Hermit. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I can't perform on an empty belly. That is, one. That, is that you? <laughs> That's my impression of the fucking caterpillar, you cheeky bastard. Right. Okay. <laughs> He's made basically this thing and he's done it by creating a mould, filling it with rubber and then he's coloured it in with fucking Sharpies. Sharpie? Yeah, so I hope that doesn't come off and you get a green knob after using it. Uh, yeah. Now, there's apparently only four of these in the world. I'm not surprised. For two grand a pop, he sat on a small fortune there. I I don't like the idea of using the caterpillar from a bug's life as a sex toy. Is it more of a collectible rather than something you would actually use? Hon, I just don't understand who'd buy it or why they'd buy it. On top of this, it's $99 for shipping. (gasps) How does it get there? 
I want to know how it gets there. You better bring it and fucking and slide it onto your knob for you for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How weird. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you all know that I found it on the internet this week, and it's it's very bizarre. Very bizarre. Do, pe- do people find the caterpillar attractive? I don't think From it's a... that. I think it's a. I think it's like remember you remember we a while ago we did the little testicle lose where it washes your testicles for you and people were selling a gold one for like fucking a million dollars or whatever we did it right. It's show, like it's, yeah, it's like a novelty. It's tin. just one of these weird little novelty things that I think when you're just basically really bloody rich, things like that are funny, aren't they? I yeah. don't know. Imagine like if we won if we won the lottery like hundred million. And we were having a party, and you pulled that out. Everyone would scream and laugh. Yeah, wouldn't they? Do you know what I mean, if you're really mega rich, yeah, and your mate really likes the bug's life or something, I'm gonna buy him that. That's hilarious. As Just like as a, a little throwaway gift. gift. Yeah, a joke gift, for, like, like from the joke shop, but it's just for people who've got money. Yeah, a stocking filler, if you will, <laughs> for the mega rich. <laughs> stocking filler. Do you know what I mean? If me and you lived in in, in Dubai, all these rich people in Dubai. They probably just buy them. Do you know what I mean? Buy them, buy them for the shoeboxes at Christmas that you go and donate to the kids' charities. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, maybe not yeah. for the kids, actually, because actually I've just realised it's, ma- <laughs> it's, a ma- <laughs> it's a masturbation tool. <laughs> Scratch that, reverse it. But you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's like when we watched that Paul Hollywood yeah. programme and um, he had them strawberries and they were like... I can't remember how much it was, but I think it was like 350 quid. Or oh, there was one that was a lot, a lot of money. I mean, I was yeah. talking thousands of pounds for one strawberry. And like one guy um, who was mega rich bought one for 12 people exactly. when he was having a dinner party. And he spent grand, like tens of thousands of pounds yeah. on 12 strawberries. When you can buy a punnet from three like quid that. from Sainsbury's. So it's just yeah. these... People, People just have this, money to You burn. know what? I think after this, I think the world needs to riot. I think there needs to be big changes. <laughs> I don't know how I've gotten from the world rioting from a, del- <sighs> from a fucking bug's life, fleshlight, but the world needs to go skits. Do you know what I mean? Look what's going on in America this week. Yeah, no, it's nuts. It's we crazy. need to reset this world. We need to say no to racism, no to the big... Gr- I think once you've, once you've earned a billion pounds, that's it. Everything over that. Well, you you were the one that said this to me, actually, I think. Yeah, I saw some online and it said nobody should be a billionaire. It's once you reach 99.9 million. I mean, that's a lot of money, more than you'll ever need in your entire life. Once, you, once your company's making that amount, any gross profit over that, should be funded straight into the hospitals, healthcare, supplying clean water to places that don't have it, all these other things that humanity has yeah, a right someone, to have. Someone should set up fucking Kim Kardashian will probably do it, you know what I mean? Someone should set up Yeah. The Billionaires Sutton Alliance. And people, when they get over a certain amount right. of money, will dedicate their money to the greater good. And then that alliance should be run by like a chair governor of people from all around the world that can then say, oh my God, this hospital in Liverpool in UK really needs this. Can can we apply to this and get it? And it should basically fund all the good yeah. stuff in the world. It should, this is the... We'll never be there. And we'll never be there because we have people like Donald Trump in power in one of the most powerful countries yeah. in the world. A reality TV star is running 
the world. That's the value that we put on people now, isn't it? We have reality yeah, stars running the world. People, when 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 I was younger, you know, even my mum's generation, people wanted to grow up and be doctors and nurses. When people grow up now, they want to be famous. And people, when I was younger, wanted to be famous, but we all wanted to be singers or dancers or actors. We wanted a talent for the fame. That's even being lost now. People just want the fame. People want to have a good body and a nice Instagram and fame. That's it. And when that's all people want, that's what we're going to get for our presidents. Wow, this has took a very, very deep turn, but I'm with Sorry, you on my Sorry, I can't help yeah. it. I do it all the time. I start thinking about things and then all of a sudden, we're, one minute we're on flashlights, the next minute we're on Donald Trump. It's one of them things. I know, yeah. <laughs> not together not bottom together, line please. darling bottom line if you want to get yourself a fucking two thousand pound fleshlight in the shape of a bug's life character and you're a fucking billionaire be my guest but we're taking you down bitch the gossip gaze so when <laughs> girls are all together they all end up coming on the periods at the same time like they can smell each other's minges and stuff <laughs> i don't know how it, i don't know how it works I don't know how it works, but <laughs> when the female of the species all get together, they can end up frigging each other off. <laughs> the scientific term for it. Yeah, they all frig each other off mentally. Um, do you want to do the tune this week, Danny? I don't remember the tune. I, th- I thought you just made one up every week. I didn't realise it oh, was okay. coherent. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll do it. <clears throat> Sam's hot minute. Sam's Hot Minute. Sam's Hot Minute! Yeah, right, wow. give me some yeah, more of that. That was good. Yeah. I enjoyed did you like that. that one? Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I did like that one. That's up there. It might be my favourite one we've had. <gasps> How wow. dare you? Yeah. Favouritism. I'll remember it. <laughs> so I, this one's... I, I saved this one. Um, and originally I, I was saving this topic because I thought it was a bit shit. <laughs> and then wow. I, I actually ended up doing it and I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, this okay. is one you suggested, Danny. <gasps> is it my uh, monkey puzzle? It's the monkey puzzle one. <gasps> I'm so excited. To put this into context, every now and then Danny asks me a question or says like, oh, this could make uh, an interesting piece. And I sort of think to myself, mm, that's going nowhere. I'm going to I'm gonna put that on the shelf for a bit. But that, I always look into it anyway. And I'll, I'll give you credit, Danny. Always proven wrong. It's always great. Thank you. It's always Thank you. fantastic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And yeah, this is like one of the most extreme examples of that because you asked me a really basic question and it ended up becoming this insane research project for me. And it had wow. like bizarre history, satanic superstitions. Like it, <gasps> it got, I got way more than I bargained for. I knew this would be the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the question, in case you didn't catch that, the question I was asked was, Sam, why is a monkey puzzle tree called that? <laughs> Um, yeah, because I had I had images in my mind of like back in the day, right? Queen Victoria got one of these trees in a garden, and then she was gifted from from Saudi Arabia a rare squirrel monkey tree, and she put she put this monkey in the tree, and it couldn't it couldn't work out how to climb up the tree. So the queen was like, "Oh, this you, tree you know, is a puzzle to the monkey." Is that and what And then you it heard? got its name. No, is I just that made you... that up off the top of my head. <laughs> Billy, cut that out. It's like almost bang on. You're lying. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? you're not far. You're really not far. What? You're not. Leave that's... it in. That's incredible. I'm a that's psychic. You're really psychic. close. 
Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, maybe keep it in. I don't know. See what mood you're in. But yeah, that's um. Well, yeah, that's almost almost bang on. <laughs> Would you like a bit more context? Yeah, on my mum's life, I just want to say on all of your lives, I just made that up off the top of my head. And if Queen Elizabeth gets a, a gifted monkey from the Saudis and it can't climb this tree, I'm gonna die. That's yeah. So wow, this you did. You've done well there, Danny. So basically, if, if you don't know, uh, monkey puzzle trees are those huge trees and they're covered in like firm spiky pointed leaves all over um it's got quite long curved branches which people say remember uh, resemble monkey tails uh, but that's yeah, not where that's the name why comes I thought, from that's why i thought it was that because my dad said it looks like a monkey's tail yeah so they're, they're also called monkey tail trees um by some people uh, it's thought the species has been around over 200 million years um and that's because of these really spiky leaves it's always protected it from animals uh, so if you've ever touched one and you're surprised at how much it actually hurts, like, yeah, even dinosaurs were backing away from it. And no. you always see them in people's front gardens and I drive past and think, whoa, that's yeah, a big well, monkey puzzle tree. Well, that's a key thing. Um, I'll get onto that in a sec because basically it's it's possible for these trees to grow up to like 30 metres. Some people say 45 metres and they can live for over 700 years, but you won't have seen them that big in the UK mainly because most of the ones we have in the UK are juveniles. Um, if you want to see these really old, huge, giant trees, you'll find them in Chile, where where they're native, basically. That's where they came wow. from. They're not native to the UK. Um, but they're actually endangered in Chile because they're used for timber and they've been over-harvested. So you might not actually be able to find these huge 45-metre-tall trees. Um but this is the other thing that you got right, Danny, which is interesting. So, yeah, they're not native in the UK. And you can kind of tell when you look at our native trees in comparison. They look yeah. so abnormal. Um, but you find them a lot in parks and gardens because they were brought over here from Chile as ornamental trees. Wow. So uh, right. that's why you see them a lot in gardens, exclusively in gardens, pretty much, because they're, they're ornaments, basically. Um, they were brought here in 1795. Um and at this time, the tree was incredibly desirable, not just because it was exotic, but because it was so strange. The name, the name came about in 1834. So that is just on the cusp of the start of the Victorian era. So very interesting that you said Queen Victoria. Wow. That's the other thing that I'm really surprised by that you got. It got the name Monkey Puzzle Tree because Sir William Molesworth bought one. Most English name I've ever fucking heard, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sir Tory. William Molesworth bought one. He was one. a Tory. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, interestingly said this, he, he, he was an MP. <laughs> you are psychic today. What's strange is people tell this story a lot and they talk about how he's an MP. But, a matter of fact, he wasn't an MP until like 20 years later. Um when the Victorian era properly started. Uh, but he w- was a baron at this time. He was like in his early 20s, he was a baron, quite rich, and he paid £25 to buy and plant one of these trees in his garden. That's the equivalent to £3,000 today. Wow. So that's how like extravagant they were. I hope you didn't see this as an investment, by the way, because I've seen monkey puzzle trees go for like 40 quid. So <laughs> it's yeah. not, not got the same value today. Um, wow. Yeah, so this guy, he's a baron, very young, lavish. He threw this big garden party basically to flex on his big fancy new tree. 
and one of the people he invited was a barrister called Charles Austin. Um, he started prodding around the Chilean tree, realised how spiky it was, and said climbing it would be a puzzler for a monkey. So, which is almost wow. word for word what you said, Danny. Wow. <laughs> That's actually where the name comes from. Um the joke must have landed pretty well because that's how most people credit this name hundreds of years later. But it's not as sick of a read as you think it is because there's not actually any monkeys in Chile. Oh, so right. almost, almost perfect. But yeah, that's where it comes from. The idea that a monkey wouldn't be able to climb this tree because it's so spiky head to toe. Imagine, right, telling a joke and then it becoming the name of the thing that you've just made a joke about. Oh, yeah, like and just a throwaway comment. Hundreds of years later. Yeah. I hate I hate to break it to you guys. I think you're both funny, but I don't think <gasps> any of you have cracked a joke that good that it's going to be told in like 200 years time on this podcast. <laughs> you can go, I don't know, maybe um, maybe on a swingers site might be told in 200 years time. But apart from that, I'm not sure if we've had any moments <laughs> that, that solid. even us, that was me mum as well. <laughs> I know. Imagine in a hundred years' time, people are like, "No, don't call your baby Holly," because people think she's a swinger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was going to end it there, but like I said, I ended up researching this tree for hours because originally I couldn't find the name anywhere. Um, it was. It took me ages. I ended up going to like the third page of Google, which is like the middle class equivalent of going on the dark web, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I double-checked since. I double-checked if it's still really hard to find. And I found it in, like, five minutes on the first page. And I think that's because I've Googled this so much. I've actually bumped up the search (laughs) results. Um, But because I spent so long, I ended up finding all this bizarre, random shit um, that I I feel like it's worth a mention. Like, all the negative superstition around this tree. It's a really, like, supernatural tree, according to urban legend. Um... Wow. One thing that strikes me as really odd is there's a lot of superstition that surrounds speaking out loud next to monkey puzzle trees. Some say that if you do, it's three years bad luck. Others say so you've got that, to be quiet around them. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be quiet around them. Um, because, yeah, you can have three years bad luck. Or if you talk around them, it will cause you to grow a monkey's tail. Uh, because of this, some children would actually shout at monkey puzzle trees because they really wanted to grow a monkey tail. <laughs> oh, that would be me. Um, and this seems to be connected to another superstition around the tree. So if you're wondering why do people think there's bad luck, why do people think that these negative things will happen, it's because people believe that the devil loves them. Um, it's said that he actually sits on the spiky branches of the trees, or some people say that he lives inside the trees, and talking around the trees or as you go past will cause you to get his attention and he'll start following you. Wow. Which is why people Someone think that bad things will happen. Someone took a lot of heavy, heavy <laughs> drugs when they came up with this. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, talking about how this came about, um, it's thought that the people that actually came up with it were parents. Um, they... It, it's believed that they wanted to stop their kids from trying to climb the tree or play around the tree. So they told right. them that the devil lived inside the tree. Right. right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because like sense. when you're younger, did you have a certain bit that you weren't allowed to go past and play? Yeah. Like when you played out, like Joe used to say that there's a boogeyman that lives over by um, Newton Heath. And yeah. he was never allowed to go and play by Newton Heath because through the woods was the bugger man. And he right. used to take the kids. It's, it's like, the same same logic. 
it's like the equivalent of like my mom saying you're not allowed to go to phil's house and telling me oh it's because the devil lives there when really you just didn't like phil's mom so yeah <laughs> phil was an aunt <laughs> <laughs> um wow but yeah and then there's a slight difference on it there's an old fenland belief that actually planting them on the edge of a graveyard will stop the devil from entering uh, especially during a burial or a very like significant time like that that's a slightly different twist some people think it sort of like wards off the devil um but that only seems to be fenland that believes that and don't Where make the fox fenland honey? well this is the thing when i heard old fenland, fenland belief yeah i thought it meant an old finnish belief T- turns out fenland is just a really specific part of petersburg <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, it it doesn't seem that big, but it has its own superstitions for specific trees. So that was a lot more interesting, actually, than what I thought. Because right? when because when Danny mentioned it, I was like, "That's gonna be shit." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, you know what? I'll I'll save it for a rainy day." And I ended up saving it for a great day to celebrate your birthday because it ended Thank up being you. one of my my fave topics. The bizarre Can I also say of monkey puzzle tree. Because I know that if I'm I'm trying to put my 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 mind in the mind of a listener, right? And if you're listening to this show now, you'll forget all about this, and you'll be driving along somewhere, and you'll see a big whopping monkey puzzle tree in your gar- in someone's garden, and you'll remember <laughs> about fucking Fenland being in Petersburg. And I've just ed- we've we've just educated people. We're educating the nation. Hey, I've protected a decent amount of people from the devil today. Is what I've learned. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ah. Not today, Satan. The Gossip Gaze. Welcome back to this lovely show on this lovely lockdown. Um, I hope you're all. I hope you're all doing well at home. Uh, shout out to Becky and her friends who've messaged in to say we love your show. Please keep going. We want to see you on radio too. We think you are the best. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay, so we are listeners lettering here on the Gossip Gaze from across the UK. <laughs> I'm in Manchester and Billy's in Leeds and we are about to... I don't Billy, what are you telling Just read the letter, love. Just read it. I know, but I feel like we need a nice intro. No, they know what it's about now. Come on. Who's it off? Where's it come from? Oh my God, we might as well not be putting a show out. You, you can't be arsed that much. Right, we've got a letter this week, guys, from... Is this another anonymous? Hiya, please keep this anonymous. I don't know what people think we're going to do with their information. We're not going to leak it. And you start (laughs) going to get random fucking phone calls through the week. Listen, it reads like this. Hiya, please keep this anonymous. I would like some advice on my situation, please. Just some background is that my family are homophobic. They (gasps) They believe all gay people should be lynched. (gasps) <gasps> burn baby burn insensitive but yeah uh but what but it's worse than i could ever describe even when i've had friends who were gay i was told not to bring them to the house and i wasn't allowed to bring and i wasn't allowed to be friends with them just to give you a good picture of what my family is like which is why i've i never want them to know my secret in the past five years i'm only in my early 20s i've known deep down in myself that i'm a gay woman uh, I've known it my whole life but only just let this come to the forefront of my thoughts instead of putting it away and saying it doesn't exist I've never been brave enough to admit that to myself I've recently found friends that have asked me if I was gay before 
and I've even had the chance to mention it, at which I get embarrassed and I wait for the backlash of being hated, which has never happened with my friends. But just before lockdown, I was in a bar and a woman who I used to be employed with questioned me on my sexuality. When I didn't admit that I was gay, she wanted to start a fight with me. I'm pretty big, but I have some podge and I'm fairly muscular. I love that she's given me all this extra info, by the way. Keep yeah, that same. coming. Keep that yeah. coming in your future listeners' letters, please, guys. I love detail. Anyway, uh, but I hate confrontation and it made me feel uncomfortable for the whole night. This all happened in a local gay bar as well, where a drag act was performing who knows me and even who knows me a little and even told the woman to leave me alone. Now, the advice I would like is I'm still trying to come to terms with my sexuality, but because of how ingrained being gay is by my family, it's hard. I think she means how ingrained being gay equals bad. Uh, I'm terrified of letting it slip that it is who I am uh, it stopped me from being in a relationship and it's making me so unhappy as a person I know you have to discuss similar issues but I feel it's more specific I don't know how to accept myself and the RuPaul's saying if you can't love yourself how is anyone else going to love you is so true I hate being me even though I'm told by my friends and everyone I meet I'm a lovely person thank you for reading this and please keep doing the podcast I look forward to it every Friday <gasps> What are your thoughts? Let's recap. Uh, recap? Let's recap oh, the yeah. letter. Oh my God, RuPaul is so ingrained into us. We've been brainwashed by the fracking legend. Um, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Listen, let's recap. We've got a girl here. She's in her early 20s. She's being questioned multiple times about friends, if, about her sexuality. Um, She feels uncomfortable. And she's she basically say, admitting here she finds it hard to love herself because of her family. Now, where do you sit with this letter, Bill? Now, for me, this is um, a very difficult situation, one that I've never found myself in, but one that I have know of somebody who was in where their family just wasn't accepting, and it was for um, religious reasons. And when I hear about their story, it just, it just breaks my heart, actually, because they have chosen, because their family were that strict, to cut contact with their family i'm not suggesting for one minute this is this is what this person should do but i'm saying this is this is a situation that is not sorry uh, this is a situation that is common and what people do find themselves in and one of my friends has had to cut ties with their family completely and have this whole secret life and i think that's such a shame i think it's a shame and i think it's a last resort i think what we've got here is a young woman who's quite clearly been brought up um you know anti-gay she's been told she's not allowed gay friends in the past that little bit of information there leads me to believe that this that this family may have known had a feeling that she was possibly gay right and then from an early age and tried to to do that from an early age i'm speculating so i don't want you to take that as actually yeah that's true but that leads me to believe that what this family have done is actually really cruel yeah. throughout her whole life because now what you've got is 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 a young woman who can't love herself properly and actually i want to let this person know that she is loved and she's loved by her community 
going forward, but for, for whatever advice I'm about to give. Um, I actually believe that you need to get to a point... I feel for some reason today, by the way, I'm giving this advice like I'm a clairvoyant. I've done, <laughs> yeah. I've done Sam's hot minute and already, I think I'm a psychic. I've got a message for you from the other side here, Linda. Um, and it's basically saying, be yourself and fuck everybody else. Um, yeah. But jokes aside... Actually, you need to get to a point in your life where you say, right, this is me. I'm going to live my life. This is how I want to live my life because I've spent the first 20 odd years of my life not loving myself because of how you've brought me up. I'm going to live my life this way. I want you to be a part of it because you're my family. And if you're not going to be a part of it, then I need to do what makes me happy. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not saying that she should not speak to this family because that's awful. However, you need to let them make these decisions. And you know what? When you say the whole family, I'm thinking there must be someone in the family that's a bit more on your wavelength. Yeah, of safety course. in numbers. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can maybe you can approach your brother first or your sister or your cousin. You know, get people on your side so that you don't feel like you're completely on your own, like you're gonna it's you against the family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you There's can confide worse. in maybe you can confide in a few members first before you come out and be like, Right, this is it. This is me. Um I think you need to come out fully to yourself first. Would be my advice. Learn, keep your family separate for now. You need to love yourself, otherwise you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get anywhere. You're gonna be oh. stuck in this limbo of guilt. And you will have heard this a million times, but you can hear it again from me. Who you are isn't a crime. Who you love isn't a crime, as long as it's with a consenting adult. You need to be you. And that is cheesy as fuck, but what but some people need to hear that. It's cheesy yeah. to us because we, we already love ourselves and we have that life where we can. But we're talking to someone here who you know, you say you you're saying you're frequenting a gay bar regularly and you know, you've described yourself as quite big and you know, if people are already asking Oh, go on, tell me you are, you are, you're a lesbian, you are, you are a lesbian, then you know Maybe that's how you already present to the world. People don't need me to open my mouth to know I'm a gay man, nor you. Yeah. And we choose to present ourselves that way to the world because that's who we are. What I'm saying to you is, most people, it's not a big issue. And actually, it might start feeling fabulous. By the way, no one should ever have to be asked on the spot. Are you gay? Are oh, you gay? No. Are you gay? I don't agree with it. But it I happens to it. us. It happens to us. So you have to you have to deal with it in the best way possible. And I actually feel if she gets to a point where she can be like, yeah, and what? I f- sometimes I think you'll find the problem is less is what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I mean? If you're like, yeah, yeah. and what? I think there's more of a problem when people think you're something but you're denying it. No, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, you are, yeah, you are, yeah, you are. We know, we know, we know. People like to... Feel like they've got one up above you. A little bit, yeah. Don't let let anyone have one up on you. It's really hard advice to give because for some people this is like, oh, come on, pull yourself together. But to Well, yeah, but then to someone else this is like... 
the biggest thing in the world.com forward slash I don't know if I can cope. So, yeah. So, obviously, this advice to some people might be like unrelatable, but I think for this certain person here that's reached out to us, my advice would be I'm still trying to come to terms with such You know what? For me, this person already knows where the root of, of the un, unlove comes from. They've put, I'm still trying to come to terms with my sexuality, but it's because of how ingrained being gay is bad by my family. It's hard. You already know that your family have done that to you. Yeah. I've also just had a quick doodle as well. I'm not sure where this person is from, but if you are Manchester-based, uh, the LGBT Foundation... Actually, I'm sure they would just accept a call from anybody. You don't need to be Manchester-based. Uh, the LGBT Foundation, which is a gorgeous charity in Manchester, uh, they have phone lines open and also an email, and I've just been onto their Facebook, and the first post that has up has said are you living with family who don't understand you as an lgbt person and want to talk to somebody call us now on 0345 330 30 30 that's 0345 330 30 and you can speak to somebody on the phone if you are struggling with absolutely anything at the moment and these are going to be trained people these aren't just going to be a gobby drag queen and a gobby dj with too much to exactly. say for ourselves but yeah. i think i think you need the support around you and there's no shame in that there's been plenty of circumstances in my life that I've, you know, leaned on Joe or you or you've leaned on me or I've leaned on you. Do you know what I mean? We do that as a, as a group of people and as, as a community of of queers. And you've done the first step by reaching out to us. We love you. Slide into our inboxes if you need any more advice or just someone to chat to now and again. Because Lord knows... I've got a fucking list as long as my arm, as gorgeous people that I chat to on the regular that that I wouldn't have if it wasn't for this podcast. The Gossip Gaze. Woo! End of the show. I'm sweating in this spare bedroom. I'm never recording the show from here no, again. No, it's awful, isn't it? I, um, I do it in my, in my bedroom at home and it's just too warm. The sun's beaming into my fucking room. It's too much. Um, just, just something I'm dead excited for that's dropping on the same day as this podcast. Um, Lady Gaga's album should be out now, and I can't wait to hear it. Wow. I'm dead excited to be dancing around. Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we gonna get a very official review for oh, next week? Actually, yeah, I'm gonna do a review of Lady Gaga's album next week. And can I just say? I've been off Lady Gaga for a while, so this is gonna be an honest review. I'm not a little monster. Um, so it's coming from a just a general pop music lover's perspective rather than a hardcore fan because if this was Britney, you'd, I'd say it was the best thing in the world. Do you know what I mean? No matter what. Yeah. Whereas this... And we all know it would be This shit. is coming from an actual <laughs> DJ's perspective. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. So... Yeah, okay, great. Well, we've got a lot going on. What's the, what's the date? What's the date? We've got a lot going on next week, have we not? Have we? We're going to be interviewing our first guest since we've been on lockdown, which should be going out the following week. Oh, I think it's the week after. It's the 9th of June, actually. Yeah. So that's not next week, it's the week after. So So it won't be in next week's show, it'll be in the week after, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, sorry, yeah, that's correct, yeah. I'm excited for it. So, yeah... We've got, we've got a great little guest lined up, which hopefully um, you guys are going to be made up for, because I think it's... Are we going to announce? Should we announce next week? We'll announce next week. You know, I don't like to announce anything until it's done. Same, same, but but it's not going to not happen, is it? 
now with this person. You can never say never, chat. I mean, she might get fucking corona. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. There's just no point risking it. Until we've got the retarding in the bag, I say then that's when we announce it. And also, I think it's going to be like a cross-promotion and we're going to be doing something with them as well. It's very exciting, very exciting. Very exciting, very exciting. Let's just hope they don't completely steal our whole concept for our show. Um, With that said... What are you looking forward to most this week? Had gorgeous weather again. It's, I've just checked the weather forecast now, and it's going to be sunny, sunny in Leeds. What about you? Oh, I'm I'm in my undies now, sweating me sweating my tits off. My back rolls have got fucking sweat glands on them. I'm going to get in the garden and cool off. I might even water the plants and splash a bit of the hose on myself. <laughs> Rain <laughs> on me. Yeah, like a little slip and slide in the back garden. <laughs> so that's my plan. Um, and also, I'm going to try and move more and eat less. Goals. Move more, eat less. Move more, eat less, get brown. The Gossip Gaze. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Euro Trip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>